Thanks for making Wake Up Mid-Missouri your number one choice in the morning. One zero four five News Radio nine fifty KWS ninety three nine The Eagle Wake Up Mid Missouri. I'm John Marsh. Brandon and Stephanie Bell off today. Producer Hannah Brian Housworth in with us, as are Brad Jones from the Missouri Chapter of National Federation for Independent Business. Jefferson City Mayor Ron Fitzwater sticking around with us and joining us, Senator Mike Burnsketter. Mike, good welcome morning. in. Good to see you. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you all doing? Doing good. 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 Great. good to see you, Senator. It's good to be here. Mike, you wanted to address uh, right before we get on the air and start talking about potential for the 2025 session and all uh, a misreported news story from the other night. Fortunately, not on this outlet, but some others, other folks got a story wrong, and you'd like to clear the air, we understand. Yeah, so there was a story that, uh, that I got in a wreck the other night, and uh, it wasn't me. And, um, you know, there was... Uh, news report on one of the uh, Missouri net and then there's also some Facebook posts about it um, there was one group called the Cole County Republican they're you know they want to be associated with the Cole County Republican Club but they're not and so they put it out there too and uh, they're just a group that uh, I don't really know how to express what they are but they're they're not the the local club they're just a group of people that want to be something that they're not and they want to be relevant and they're not but anyways those were i just wanted to make sure people knew that it wasn't me yeah and it was reported as a dwi accident injuries involved somebody with the same name but it wasn't you right exactly <laughs> yep thank you john yeah, very good talk to us 2025 session you've got a lobbyist in here you've got the uh, you got two lobbyists in here as a matter of fact 2025 or 24 24 yeah, yeah. <laughs> wish, wish, wishful thinking on the backside of all the elections right mike yeah, that's probably true yeah. yeah well you had you know as these guys can relate it was uh kind of an interesting end of session last year with uh all the delaying work and you guys kind of threw your hands up at the end of it Will some of those issues return when you guys come back in January? I would think so. And you said last session, but I think it was a session before, if I'm not correct. It may have been three sessions. I don't know. But, but I know it was <laughs> the last is, two. This is a couple, three. Yeah. yeah, John. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I would think so. You know, we have, uh, just like you mentioned, uh, your wishful thinking on getting the election over. Um, you know, we have a bunch of senators and uh some state reps are running for a statewide office, and so I think there will be uh, a lot of contention and, you know, people trying to get noticed in the news, and, yeah, I would think there wouldn't be a whole lot of things that get uh, through the session this year because of just uh, what's going on and and uh, people running for higher office. It's one of those challenges, too, Mike. We hear it so many times, rightly so, from a lot of uh, listeners, Wake Up Mid-Missouri family members, who who oftentimes will say, well, not getting a lot accomplished at the state house isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, no, it's not. You know, I mean, the, sometimes that keeps uh, bad bills from uh, getting passed. So, yeah, you know, the what it, uh, there was a famous saying, you're no man's life, liberty, or properties in are safe when the legislature's in session um so yeah there's things that uh, can happen when we're in session so 
uh, a small amount of bills passing is not necessarily a bad thing. Jefferson City Senator Mike Bernsketter in with us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. John, thank you. And again, I appreciate the mayor and also Brad Jones sitting in. Senator, thank you for uh, joining us live. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to come in. The governor will be, Governor Parson, who you know very well, will be in his final year um, in the Senate. And he's not slowing down. He was in Japan, and I just saw him at Mizzou. Um, he was out in 100-degree heat. I mean, with the heat index, it was over 100 degrees when I saw him at Mizzou. He was all over campus. I um, mean, he's literally not slowing down, pushing a lot of projects that he's also trying to promote uh, at Mizzou and, and across the state. Have you talked to him at all or had any conversations with Moda? about the tri-level because the last time we had him on wake up mid-missouri he was flat out adamant that it's time for modot to seriously consider redesigning that interchange i know funding is an issue but have you had a chance to talk to him and have you heard anything about anything more on that no uh, i haven't talked to him i have talked to modot and and said that's something that we need to do sooner rather than later um, you know, they have their plans that MoDOT has, their five-year plans, or ten-year plans, but um, that's something that I, you know, a lot of the people here in this area, and, uh, you know, I hear it when I go out and to the Y and exercise and, and from different people out around town that we need to do something about that, but uh, no, I have not talked to the governor, just to MoDOT. Okay, I appreciate, appreciate And if I could, if I, yep. if I could just add in, I mean, I know you've reported both or the governor, the lieutenant governor, Congressman Graves. Yes. So we do have a, a small group here in town saying, is this the time that we ought to get aggressive and push some opportunities at the tri-level? So Chamber of Commerce, the city, the county, JC Rep, the Regional Economic Partnership, and a few engineers, we've had a couple meetings strategizing of could we put a local group together to at least do an initial push for that project, much similar to what was done, I guess, eight, ten years ago on the Lafayette inter- mm-hmm. Interchange when a local group started the process and then got MoDOT involved. So we do have a small group that's looking at it, kind of trying to strike when the iron's hot. There are federal dollars available. You know, if we could work with our members of Congress, so, you know, we're looking at trying to put something that we could eventually present to Congressman Graves and Congressman Lutkemeyer, obviously being the representative in this area. So there is some movement. I don't know if we can have success there, but we're trying not to let this opportunity pass by. Yeah, and I appreciate that. The only thing I would add, and Mayor, thank you for the update, and you continue to keep me posted too. But I know the when I went up to Moberly and talked to Sam Graves, it's been about a month, a month and a half ago. He's chairman of transportation. I mean, he is the head guy on the committee, and he flat out said he wants he wants to be able to get you guys the money for that project. So please keep me posted. Thank you. Absolutely, that's great. Yep. Mike, I guess in a, in a like vein, the last time we had you in on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, you kind of gave us an update on the big upgrade and the ambitious is, is one heck of a word to call it about the uh, remodel and the capital and the expansion and all that. Where are we at with that whole discussion and that whole planning project? So uh, recently, I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, the lieutenant governor is the chairman of that committee the capital commission and they they had a vote to kind of postpone the project or not really the project but you know going forward until they 
they talk to more of the state departments. I think they're interested in uh, in uh, the building that MoDOT has there by the Capitol, and in maybe getting MoDOT a different building. And so they kind of put it uh, slowed it down for a little bit. But I think the project's you know still going to happen, uh, but it's been stalled a little bit right now at this moment. And this wasn't just a, just a adding on an office or two. This is a pretty ambitious, multi-million dollar plan, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it's not like uh, putting some vinyl siding on the back of your house, no. <laughs> they're, uh, they're redoing the, the whole interior, plus adding uh, a basement that the basement will go out underneath the front lawn towards High Street, and it will have skylights in it. It won't be under the Capitol. It'll just be towards High, uh, high Street. And uh, there'll be a lot of meeting rooms and and public rooms and and things like that. Yeah, it's a it's an it's a huge project. Senator Mike Burnsketter with us this morning on Wake Up Mid Missouri eight seven four ninety three ninety calls, text messages, and all. Mike, I know you've been quite the supporter by nature of what you do for a living as the owner of a pest control company. You are definition of a small businessman and all and you've been very supportive of small business issues over there i guess maybe a question to to brad what kind of things you could be pitching to mike and everybody else over there regarding uh some breaks for small business well we've got we had uh the economic development bill last year that had three or four things in it uh one of one of which was uh, Senator Fitzwater had a had a nice piece in in that in that particular bill, and it uh, it it passed the Senate. It was one of the it was one of the rare things that actually passed the Senate yeah. last year. Yes, so I'm I'm hoping we can get that back. It's it's going to be a good bill, I think, especially for young entrepreneurs, people just trying to start their businesses. Uh, we can't have small businesses. Very very few people, you know, start a large business. Have you noticed that they? They tend to uh, they tend to be small and get bigger, so I'm really hoping that that economic or the ones who start large businesses end up all of a sudden having small, small businesses. businesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it could go the other direction too. So I think uh, uh, Mike and the Senate gave gave that bill uh, a good look last year, and we got it we got it over to the House, and then guess what? Personalities got in the way, and it didn't it didn't get passed. So. That's that's one I know we're going to look at. The other one we were talking about, Mike, is we've got a lot of people out there that aren't working because they've got to stay home with their kids on in the child care issue. Uh, I know that uh, there was a bill yes, last year that passed. It did get past the House. It didn't make it into Senate. Uh, we'll be looking at that again next year, too. I mean, I, I just reported we got 43% of our small businesses out there that have jobs they can't fill. So... There's a huge number. Isn't that big? I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. The average on that, too, John, I was going to tell you, the average on that over 50 years is like 20%. 20%. So it's way more than double uh, the the small businesses out there that have got jobs that they can't fill. So. Well, talk, to, talk to the senator, Mike. You can relate. That's right right up your alley, isn't it? I mean, even with a, a nice force of uh, family members helping out with the business and all, I know you've told us that you have those same challenges finding qualified pest control folks who'll stay on the job with you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, my youngest son and his wife are getting ready to have a baby and you know, as soon as they found out they were having a baby, they started looking for daycare, and, and that was even hard, you know, nine months in advance. So uh, it's very difficult for people to uh, 
find child care. So, yeah, I'm very interested in trying to come up with a solution for that. And, and Brad, we also, we've been carrying the bill of the last few years about the indexing the rate of unemployment. Yes. Um, so that.